Megan. Hi, Imogen. We are your, we both host a podcast called... Classically Awful. Of like seven podcasts. Indeed, yes. And Where we talk about that awesome classic 1970s show at Great Lake Seven. And, uh, and sometimes make rude jokes. Sometimes make rude jokes. Although yeah, stupid jokes. Stupid jokes, I yeah. I make the stupid jokes. And sometimes we sing yeah. and reference like weird Australian 80s television commercials. Yes. Because you can. Why not? Why yeah. wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? If you've got the opportunity to do a podcast, why would you not just <laughs> talk about what Pepper it with your childhood. That's what it's all about. Mm. It's about reliving your childhood. It's stupidities. Um, so uh, the first thing to <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. First hour of the day is usually card opening, is it not? It is, and we're onto a new box. Your game of skill. Everybody plays Your move, I think. Yeah. Because last last week we um opened the last of our first box, um and I was debating whether or not we could rip through you know lots and lots of packets and try and find if we have any signed cards. But I think we'll save that. Especially since we got a signed card last time oh, of yeah. Shevna. Shevna, yeah. Yes, with, with his magnificent eyebrow. Yes. That's pretty good. We haven't actually gone online to find out what natural Shevna's worth. Uh, I, have, I, I might go online and Google what natural Shevna's worth while you open. Actually, no, I'll do that at some point. Okay. Um, but I, I suspect it's not very much. I don't think it'll be a huge amount. But it, but I, I it, it has sentimental value for me. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so we're, just, but we're still hanging by that natural blessed, which if we don't get in this box, it means maybe they don't exist. But they do exist. We've seen them on eBay. Yes, we've seen them on eBay. Oh so God. we have to buy one. If we don't get one in this box, we'll yeah. buy one on eBay. Yeah. Christmas is coming. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and they're only 50 pounds. At some point. At some point. <laughs> Less than that, actually, I think. Right, 20 pounds. All right. So are we doing this with us together? Well, you can go first. Mine doesn't feel particularly... Um, the fine ones don't feel any different. Different. Really different. The ones that sound different are the, um, the plate ones. I think we're out of luck here. Shit out of luck. Venglind, Travis and the Mutoid, a Crimo, an Avon, and a Mystery. Oh, that one's the funniest. It's a Mystery. It's a Mystery. We'll find out why that's okay. a Mystery when we get to that episode. Well, th- what we're doing now is we're basically just adding to stock of people who are on our Patreon who want cards. So yeah. this is all good. It's all good for you, the listener. It's good. And the viewer. Oh, we should also say that the hot butter drum tradition has continued this week. Clink. Yeah, clink. It's Cheers, still fucking ears. freezing, so yeah. we're still doing... Cheers, big ears. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we got that one. Got that one. Got that one. This is great pod. Got that one. Yeah, I know. It's got really that good. one. Yeah. It's no. almost as exciting to watch as it is to um. <laughs> so we've got a couple of double ups there of good ones though. We've got a double up of the Gan Kneeling one with her with his girlfriend from yeah, yeah, from Planet Shit Hole. As well. yeah, yeah. Um, and one of um, Avon looking pensive. Yeah. And another one of the security bot from last Which episode. The security drone. We've decided it's a drone. Yes, it's a Just drone. Full security. But I do like that one. That one again, and it's, um, it's a beautiful. It's a really, really good pick. It's very evocative. Were and David Jackson still alive? RSVP. I would probably ask him to kneel in front of me, like send up and st- <laughs> <laughs> send it off to him and sign it. Yeah, and send it back to me. Anyway, yeah. I wonder um, if we could do that. I could send some cards off to people and get them to sign them. Yeah. Um, Jenna was Sally Nivett was yeah. at um, a con recently. We've yeah. seen some pictures of people having photos with uh, her. Hanging out with him. Apparently, she's a delight. Yeah, she does look like a so delight. Shout woman. out to her. She sounds great. Yeah, and um. I don't know, Jacqueline, Jacqueline Pierce does a few things as well. Not sure anymore. No? Last I heard she was trying in a monkey sanctuary in Africa. Wow. No shit. Cool. Yeah, yeah. She's an interesting lady. I get the feeling. I'd love to meet her. <laughs> yeah, so would I. I, I. I added her on Twitter at one point because um, 
Because when we got the Servaline card. Because you can. Yeah. Yeah, but she hadn't. Then I checked her, her Twitter feed and she hasn't tweeted she, in no. about three years. So no, I'm presuming if she's in a monkey sanctuary, it doesn't have very good internet. Mm. Um, but Michael Keating does a lot of stuff too. Is he doing, oh, yeah. yeah. And I saw that it's been in the Midsummer Murders and so is Michael Keating and so is Jacette Simon. And, well, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's the English TV um, business is like the Australian TV business. It's yeah. teeny tiny, Perfect. even though it's not teeny tiny. Well, lots of people who teach the stage acting, I guess, mm. and it's only people who want to do TV acting that do it, I think, really. Yeah, because we, really... Really, we can't really sustain a lot of stage stuff because it just isn't the population. Yeah. It's a very much a, an upper-class sort of rich person's pursuit going to the theatre. I think, well, also a lot of our Australian talent just goes off, off, offshore. Yeah. Because it can. Yeah. Um, or um, a lot of a lot of Australian talent things that people we claim are Australian talent, but are actually New Zealand. Talent. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's true too. Um, uh, yeah, so we're sort of over represented overseas as well. Oh, speaking of Australian talent overseas, I went to see Ocean's Eight. Oh yes, Kate Blanchett. Oh, so good. She's good as she. So good. Oh okay. Yeah, so go good. It. It's just like it's so funny and so much fun, and the the clothes are great. Like um, every yep. single outfit that all of them wear is amazing. just amazing. Oh, yeah. And I just was watching. I mean, it, like they they really they they, they use they utilise Kate Blanchett's. You know, she's so tall and statuesque. Mm. She's not. She's tiny. She's the size of an ant. She looks very tall when she's. Comp- she's very statuesque. But she, she's she, very very tiny. She carries herself tall. Super duper tiny. I didn't. I never. I've never met her, but I've seen her up against people who I know. Uh-huh. Um, when she was doing the twenty twenty, let's not even talk about Australian politics. But when she was one of those twenty people that Kevin Rudd wanted to talk to about where Australia should go, she was one of them. She just had a baby, uh-huh. and she was standing next to two pollies who I know how tall they are, and she's a tiny, tiny. She's no bigger than your thumb. <laughs> well, that's amazing because she, she, she's taller than all the other girls in the film. Yeah, so. Yeah. Well, maybe Bad people acting in ditches. Maybe they were next to her. Oh. She had very high heels on too. But anyway, that's the other thing too. Is always the shoes. Um, oh, anyway, so, so yeah, we've opened cards. We've done the card thing. Now we have yes. to do an episode, oh, don't we? Yeah. So the episode is about. It's called Redemption. Wait, what, and what, as you remember, what, what are you reading from? Oh, I'm reading from Terry <laughs> Nations, fully illustrated, Blake Seven, the program guide, the definitive handbook to the BBC TV series compiled by Tony Atwood. Terry Nations, fully illustrated, Blake Seven, the program guide, the definitive handbook to the BBC TV series compiled by Tony Atwood. Excellent. Just certainty. Um, series B, episode one, Redemption. First series, first episode of the and second series. If you hark back to the last episode, we've just seen Orac predict that the um, space vehicle, importantly, will explode. And then you see a space vehicle, let's see what looks like the Liberator exploding on the screen. Yeah, it's pretty, um, it's pretty dramatic. It's like it calls back uh, across the streams a bit, it calls back to that um, Star Trek. Next gen episode where you open up with the oh, with because it's one of the best episodes ever Cause done. Effect. Cause effect. It where is Picard's the best on the, on the bridge and abandon ship. Oh, oh abandon ship, and then, then he it explodes. Gets a shock. So that's the opener to that episode. God, I'm gonna watch that episode again after this. It's one of my favourite episodes. <laughs> it is a great episode. Of Star it's Trek. on my mountain. Um, or the equivalent is in my space city of all my Star Trek Next Gen episodes. I just love it. It's so good. Um, anyway, yeah, even, so, though so it, even though it's completely unbelievable, <laughs> the science and lying, it's just oh, so look, dramatic. Look, look, so dramatic. It's like people. I, I saw people scribbling, uh, quibbling about um, Star Wars the other day. About oh, what they were quibbling about. That's right. I was I play um, Star Wars MMO, which is Knights of the Old Republic, and um, Mamorpaga, Mamorpaga, <laughs> and um, that. General chat on Mamorpaga because is a cesspit of humanity and should never be attempted oh, by no, anyone. No, no, and I, I usually just there. turn it off. But this time around, there were people quibbling about the um, 
physics of blaster bolts mm. in the Star Wars universe and the fact that mm. they were that they shouldn't arc because they're made of light and blah 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 and I was just like and I said I, I, I couldn't stop myself from typing oh. into the chat it's such a shame that the movie about space wizards has bad physics yeah <laughs> it's like mm. it's space wizards yeah, guys yeah doesn't bloody levitate <laughs> Exactly. That was the physics behind that dickhead. Yeah, yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> it's so funny when Star Wars people get shitty about stuff. I mean, they have been that they have been notoriously shitty lately. I'm very pleased to be in my little corner of like seven and Star Trek yeah. fandom at the moment because Star Wars fandom is going nuts. Anyway, okay. So we're doing redemption. Um, so uh, Avon tells Blake that one way to defy Orak's prediction concerning the destruction of the Liberator would be to examine the position of the stars shown behind the ship in Orak's projection and then avoid travelling there. Dun dun dun. So there you go. And Blake's like, oh, of course. Yeah. How, how could I possibly have... Well, this is like a Chekhov's avoidance thing because yeah. you know that they're going to end up there. I yeah. mean, it's 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 been dangled and you can't yeah. just let it go forever and ever and yeah. ever. I yeah. mean... But the problem with this, like, the interesting thing about this is that um, Blake says to Avon, oh, how long have you known? And oh, um, Avon's like, oh, several hours. Mm. And it's like, can you just let us all go on worrying while you knew this? He's like, yes, well, maybe they'll come to me next time instead of to you. So I was like, uh, how long have you known? Oh, several hours. And you just let the others go on worrying? Well, all they had to do was ask. Perhaps in future they won't rely on you to provide all the answers. Clear power play. Bit yeah. of a big dogging by Avon of Blake. I mean, you, I mean, the whole episode opens up with them um, trying, look, going, checking through all the systems, making sure nothing's wrong. Yeah. Um, and 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 Blake's looking very tired on the bridge, replaying the explosion over and over and over again, mm. trying to work out a way to stop it, and trying to work out what's caused it. And that's when um, and and Avon sort of has been lurking in oh, the bridge yeah, behind him for a couple right. of hours being a, being a real creep and, and it's, it's a really good scene because it's um avon just oh condescends to blake through the roof it's, it's a bit extended from the last from from the, from the original one i saw and he talks about um yeah he talks about standing on the edge of a cliff and and that could happen and like and blake says I, I wouldn't stand on on the edge of a cliff if you were behind me yeah that's right <laughs> it's just like it, there's a real there's some real tension between the two of them in this mm. um and, um, but importantly, I think that what's happened is Avon hasn't told anybody about, about any of this for a couple of hours. And meanwhile, he says, and if you don't mind, he says, like, if you don't mind, I've, I'm rather busy. There's a fault on the internet at range locations yeah. that I've got to go and fix. And Blake's like, no, no, tell me, tell me, tell me. And that's yeah. when it all unfolds. And uh, then they get, then they then get, they get the shit kicked out of them space-wise. It's a, it's a good space battle. It's a good space battle. It's a good one. Um, and... Um, but they can't actually tell what's coming at them because of the fault on the intermittent range detectors. Yeah, so Avon, if you'd gone and fixed it rather than, rather than gloating around for a gloge, then they might have been able to work on it. Oh, you were gloater. I'm a gloater. <laughs> oh, can, can I, I, I come in for a gloge? We're up to our ears in gloaters here. Can I come in for a gloat? They shout <laughs> they shout back. Oh, you heartless gloaters. <laughs> you gloat. Oh, you heartless gloater. <laughs> gloaters really are a prat. Um... <laughs> So not, I don't know if that's a 2% of it. It's probably about a 10% or I reckon. For, 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 Blake seven, for Blake 7 viewers, yeah, yeah, I reckon it's probably even a 20% I think. Yeah, maybe. Um, um, but um, So off they all fuck to try and fix things up. Um, yeah, and then and what happens is they get, yeah, they get, they get bangered. They get belted. Um, with green bangers and, they're little, and you see a shot of the little ships and they look 
They look, like, they look like little liberators. They, they look, look like, like little like little side power things for the liberators. Like little some of them side are bits, cells, yeah. The pointy spits that look would be then a cells of Star Trek. So they look like just like mini little cells, sort of like smaller spacecraft without the big bulky middle tripody bit of the liberator. And they have this space battle where they they're, they're shooting at them, shooting at the liberator, and they, they knock, knock out, out their weapons, weapons, and they knock out their de- deflectors, and then they knock out their the thing that's. Oh, the manual overrides for the and then the speed. They knock. They knock out everything that's manual. Yeah, yeah. and so and then and, something and, comes in to overtake the overtake the liberator's computers and the um, liberator me. starts going super super fast. Yep, and they, and they can't do anything to stop it. And every time they try and fire back, the computers don't work. Zen's not talking to them, or they can hear his computer chatter. Um, and the upshot of it is that they're flying blind, really fast through space, and can't stop. And Avon sends. Um, so they go and try and repair. Yeah, they go off. They, they all split up and try to repair stuff. And this is this this gets to a fairly interesting spot where they're they're all doing various little jobs around the ship. Um, Blake goes down to the, the secondary power room. But before he does that, he says to he says to Avon, Avon, concentrate on the auxiliary computers or the you know the backup computers to try and get back control. Yeah, yeah. And gives him a few jobs to do. And Avon says, "Is that all?" What to do with my other hand? What to do with my other hand? <laughs> and Blake just says, "I'll let you know." <laughs> so that's a good response. It is. Um, so anyway, they're hurtling through space, and various people get injured as this is happening. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because um, Callie does um, Callie's trying to repair the navigation systems. Blake's down in the drive room trying to repair, trying to shut down the drives. Yeah, and he he shuts it down, and then it comes back on again, and he shuts it down again, and it comes back on again, and and then um, Avon. Uh, Messages him. This is a really interesting episode for Avon Blake dynamics because they sound like an old married couple. Yeah, but isn't this when the cable attacks him too? Yeah, first? not quite. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. So he's down there trying to fix that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and Avon does this thing where he says switching the drives in and out. It's not going to not going to help anything, help you know. It. And it's yeah. not just it's just like my husband. Yeah. My... Third gear, third gear. You should be in third gear for this. Take the left. Take yeah. the left. No, the other left. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's really be like that too. It sounds like um, a couple of a couple of married people having a fight. Yeah, it does fit. Blake. Flights are pulsating. What's happening? Nothing. Just get on with what you're doing. Switching the drives in and out isn't helping, you know. I'll call you if I need you. But yeah, so they're all trying to fix stuff. Um, ups, and then we go. We come back to the bridge with Avon and Callie trying to fix things, and um, Avon discovers that Zen is actually working, but and taking orders, but not from them. He discovers that, and then um, then. He says, so yeah, that's right, there's something weird going on in the teleport area. Um, Jenna goes through and says the teleport's going a bit nuts and Avon sort of has, you can see his, his little brain, brain over. Churning it through, yeah. And he goes, don't go near the teleport section. When things go wrong, that's the place that's going to be the worst, the most dangerous to be. And everyone's like, what the fuck do you mean? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. But he could have just said, you know, because we're going to get bored. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, he wants them to stay away from the teleport area. He says that I've got a theory about what's going on and this will prove it. And Callie puts the fixed component back into the computer section. He Avon presses the button it and it explodes. Yeah, it explodes. It spits it out, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like he, and, he, and Callie says it's re- it rejected the replacement. And he says, no, no, it's more fundamental than that. We are the cause. It is rejecting us. Yeah. And it, that's, the, that's the beginning of things going a bit wrong. Yeah. Um, and, and I think this is the point at which he says to Avon, like, says to Avon, can you come and to the 
jive unit where he is because he gets attacked he's attacked by a cable by a very unconvincing cable that's obviously yeah. being held on a string and has been dangled and held together with this wire but anyway it's um alive in every sense of the word says blake yeah and um he summons avon down there just get down here and avon says blake what i am doing is vitally concerned with our survival are you prepared to take responsibility for what happens if i, I delay and, and Blake says, I always do. I always do. It's still a more married couple. Yeah, and so they head down there and they find the thing and uh, a bit of a bit of crap food with with a cable, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, Avon pops it. a little um, explosive device across the because pa- because the computer's feeding the cable instructions on how to stop them from fixing their ship. Um, he explodes the cable. The cable sort of dies. Cable has a go. Cable has, has a dive for Avon, but then it just caught on a get explodes, get, gets exploded. Yeah. Anyway, and then you see sort of this really unconvincing sort of dribble of green slime come from the cable. Yeah, yeah. As though the cable's bleeding or something. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just really weird. weird. Like, yeah. I suppose in Voyager, it's powered by like those gel power pack thingos. Yeah. But there's no reason to suspect that any part of the Liberator has got anything jelly. fluidic in it, you know? No. That will make, yeah, jelly. That will make it go or do anything. So that's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, he comes out, um, he gets out of the power room. And um, Blake says, you know, that's that's one I owe you. And Avon, again, being really aggressive up in his face. Being an Avon, oh, says, yeah, no, I will make sure I collect. Yeah, I'll remind you. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's re- it's real, there's a real tension going on between the two of them at the moment. Yeah. Okay, so I, think, all... I think it's like, um, I mean, just headcanning here, but it's probably leftovers from from the fact that he nearly died last episode. I think he's really resenting. Getting pissed off. Um the the brush with mortality that happened and he's 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 just he's taking it out on Blake basically yeah. it's Blake's fault because yeah. Blake does all this stupid shit where Kinda he gets in trouble and yeah yeah fair enough <laughs> but um I think that and then um they head back to the bridge yeah and they have a little McLaughlin about what's going on yes. and um it's all um the ship is reacting to us the way a body would react to germs or a virus or yeah, yeah um and and then I think Savilla says why doesn't kill us and and they're not sure why it hasn't killed them. Um, they sort of they sort of just work through it all in a way in which I'm not sure you actually necessarily would unless you had seen the visual of the two little spaceships. But they get through it all to the point of you know it needs us for something hasn't killed us yet. One touch of that cable would have done it. They could just you know take all the oxygen away. And Villa says don't give it any ideas. <laughs> and um, uh, then it's like you know how can they how can they have overtaken the computer? Um, we don't get to that quite yet because people start disappearing first. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah people, so. I mean, Gan is the first one to go because he walks through the teleport well, area. Gan, Gan doesn't join that first McLaughlin group because he's off in the treatment unit because he's tried to repair something that's been That's right, so he doesn't hear the warning about So he's heading, he's heading back through the teleport yeah. area and he gets... Um, nabbed. Nabbed. Um, and then... Which I, is funny because the first... You do actually see the people who nab him and they're wearing these black suits. Yes. Have we seen the outers already? No. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, have you seen them yet? Uh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Oh, we might have done. We might have already seen them. But the point is that the guy, you see the guy who nabs Gan and you can see he's wearing a teleport bracelet. Yes. It looks exactly like the Liberator one. So there's all these little hints little clues going about through. what's going on here. Um, Gan so gets nabbed. Gan then they, they, do, they do like a little bit of toing and froing where they split up and, and they're they all looking for people. And, they're trying to repair things or do stuff. And in the meantime, uh, Callie and right. Villa both get nabbed as well. Yeah. Um, so the only three people left on the ship are Avon, Jenna, and um, Blake. Blake, and they're sitting in the um, pit, having a chat, having a further chat about what's going on. And they come to the conclusion that the people who were 
to have taken the, them over are the people who built the Liberator, yeah. which, and you know, we came to that conclusion five hours ago. The reason I came to that conclusion, though, is um, because the computer code has been overwritten. Yes, overridden by an external computer and who could do that. And Avon says there's a central command code into the code, much like, you know, if you buy software from a company that's licensed. Yeah, so mm. basically the Liberator is part of Apple yep. <laughs> as well. Yep. <laughs> um, which is good because oh, yeah, that's oh, the other thing too because ORAC can – we've already established that ORAC can take – Zenova, which is important for plot reasons. Yeah. Um, because they, they, they're like, well, let's try ORAC again. And they try to get, and apparently they've been trying to get ORAC online for a while. Yeah. And he's just, he's busy with stuff. He's doing Despite shit. being the he's most hacking. powerful computer, he's hacking away he's at stuff. It. He's got his stuff to do. And it's going to take an, oh, an hour and 30 minutes. Eight, an hour and 37 minutes to clear his circuits clear for his more circuits. programs. I mean, what a bunch of bollocks is that? Yeah. Just, you know, just, just delete it, dude. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. Control alt delete. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you abandon the task. Not hard. End task. Yeah, that's right. End task. But, so um, anyway, he has, so then Avon gives the command to, you know, identify any external Blake does this, but yeah, Blake, yeah. It. make sure that the, the Zen only accepts voice commands from us, stop any interference from outside sources, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll get to it in a bit. But just as Blake finishes doing that, it's a big explosion. And all the altars, the, the people come in. And it's um, two young, oh, a, no, one young lady in a skin tight blue suit with plastic on it. Yes. And a couple of black guys yeah, in well, black suits. They could well be black underneath. As yeah, well, they're, they're, they're completely covered up, but they're in black suits. <laughs> you don't know what colour they are. No. Um, but uh, yeah, so she's sort of there and she grabs them and they have a little bit of a bit of crap foo where. Um, Blake's like, no, I insist you don't tell me what's happened to my crew, and oh, blah, and does all this freedom fighter bullshit. And he gets a he gets a, um, he a gets thingy a, on his neck. neck. What's it? It looks, like, it looks like a it looks like a um, I'm, I'm making a gesture here because I'm really good at podcasting. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like a, um, a knife sharpener stick thing. Oh yes, a steel. It's like, it's like a steel knife, but it's got little glowy bit LED lights. Yeah, and, he, up and, down. and they hold it against Blake, Blake's neck, and it goes pew 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 pew, and it's obviously making him probably painful. Force level three. Well, he says it feels like every nerve in his body's been scraped. Yes. Um, anyway, but he's survived. Any more further, you will obey orders immediately, and any further infractions will result in you know, punishment. more punishment. Um, and so they have a bit of a fight. And they're, they're subdued and sits sat, sat, sat in the pit while the while the ship's going, and it's obviously running out of power now. And they've arrived at their destination. And they put it on visual, and it's a big black spider-like space station thing it's pretty cool it is good it's a nice model yeah um and it's like oh you know i've never seen a space station like that before says jenna and it's like it's the technology and um, the built Avon, the liberator and Avon says it's the technology that built the liberator so anyway, they all come into land in what's clearly a bit of footage from an air- airport it's just, <laughs> it's just <laughs> like night 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 landing night airport. landing in an airport um and um and then they all get disembarked somehow you don't really see any of that though no no they get taken off the ship um and blake gets separated from avon and jenna yeah because the the system wants to interrogate him we find that out later but, but um, um yeah avon and jenna end up in a, in a prison cell and they do a bit of pacing and uh, yeah. blah 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 and mm-hmm. avon's like we need to get out of here and she's like why where would we go we're in space and he's like wouldn't you just would you would you just want to lie down and let him kill us yeah we should run and hide yeah. um and then he says um Oh, now just before we cut to where they are on the space station, the lady in the tight blue lycra, who's on the Liberator, has a, has a good long look at Orak mm. and then decides to just leave him on the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of like there's an instant there you think, geez, if she'd actually just taken that with her and yeah. interrogated it, then they would have been fucked. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he wouldn't have answered. I don't know. 
it was perfectly okay with being handed over to Blake and all of his other fellows without any, you know. Except that, that it was it was obvious that Blake and Jen, Callie were there to save Ensor, so. Yeah, that's right. So he probably didn't, and then also he would have known what the Liberator was all about, but, I mean, that's sort of, that's true singularity stuff, isn't it, really? I know, I know. Yeah, it's all weird. Well, uh, well I mean, that's the thing. Um, Ensor describes Orak as a brain, a yeah. genius, and um, Avon's always Avon's saying, like, no, it's a computer. You can't, yeah, it's not, it's not right. a Don't attribute person. it. Don't anthropomorphize it. Yeah, it's a it's a box. Yeah, box with lights in. <laughs> it's a plastic box with some lights in. But um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's interesting that because they they do they do kind of make Orak a character. Yes, in some places and in others when it's not convenient, he's not. Yeah. But um, uh, so anyway, um, they all get separated on the planet. Boring, boring, boring. Um, Avon and Jenna, and then Avon looks out the window. Oh no, this comes later. First, we go back to Blake. Oh, okay. And Blake's being interrogated by the system, and, and there's a little bit of sexy music as one of the altars oh, walks across. Yeah, the I, I, I was like, like sexy jazz music. I was like, what the fuck was that for? I mean, yeah, she's because it's, it's very much just a shot of this woman's ass and some sexy sax music, and there's some sexy porn music going on while she goes and sits down. It's very, very tight, pale blue lycra, incredibly unforgiving. Yeah. So it's just basically as close as the BBC could get to porn in 1978, yeah. I guess, is the thing, or maybe 79 it is by now. But it's a nice little set, this, the set where they take, like, it's like um, there's a couple of glowy balls which they push down yes. and to talk to, push down to talk with the, with the computer, we call, which we all call the system because that's what it's called. There's the teleport. Yeah, and um, the one of the alters, the one with the greyish hair, um, interrogates Blake about where he found deep, they call the Liberator Deep Space Vehicle 2. Which is another indication in the second one, yeah. Well. Um, but yeah, there is a, where did you find it? What were you doing? How yeah. did you get on it? And, where are you going? What are you what up we, to? Where are you going? What, what are, are you up to? Um, <laughs> and Blake, um, Blake sort of Blake answers very honestly. He just says, yeah, "Like we, 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 we found it in space. We, found it. we took it. We took it. It's cool. We, we like it. Like ours. We call it the Liberator." And um, but as she's t- asking him questions, she get, starts having a bit of a glitch out, yeah. and things go wrong. And the other out, the blonde one. Um, says that there's widespread system malfunctions. malfunctions. State any further information you have regarding, regarding, regarding. Circuitry disturbances are continuing and outside influence has been analysed. And, um, <laughs> Blake sort of says it's nice to know that computers have their bad days too. They're all about, but the elders are all about the system, which is the, the main yeah, computer. Like, the system is infallible. They're all about this, but it's yeah. obvious that something's going very wrong with the system. And Blake sort of takes Blake a little bit of time. He goes, oh, that's right. It's Aurac. Because yeah. Aurac's... But before this, um, the, the altar that's interrogating him does deign to answer a question of his and says, you know, the system is the, sort of the central power of space world and the three planets that... Life-supporting planets. Life-supporting planets, planets surrounding it. So it's quite clear that the singularity's happened here. Yeah. Like this is the system. It's a computer system that governs three planets. And um, it's pretty clear too, though, you do get some more plot, plot, plot later that the... system's not nice. The system's not nice and that there the is slave, there's slave labour going on. the are not um, a part of it. Well, the elders are the elders are plugged into the system. Yeah, and so they have a little cord plugged into their neck. But, yeah, and yeah. at one point, at one point, uh, I can't remember exactly where this comes, but um, at one point, one of the slaves unplugs an elder, and she just and she sort of she faints. But then, then one of the dudes in black just plugs her back in again, and she's fine. So it's all good. She's good to go. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Probably, like probably has installed the latest update as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't install it because your computer was off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's. Um, 
this they leave Blake alone. They go off to try and work out what's going on with the system. Then we cut back to Blake, to Avon and Jenna, and Avon and Jenna are talking about getting out, and they work out. He looks out the window and sees the same star configuration yes, that they the saw behind. in the prediction, and it's like, oh, we're in the exact spot where we, or, or I said we would be when we, we were going to be killed. And that's not great by any stretch of the imagination. Um, we cut back to Blake. Oh, I forgot to mention that when he was being taken off to be interrogated, he there was a slave being oh, yes. tortured and he intervened and saved and the slave. Him. And for some reason he didn't get tortured himself, but yeah. anyway, he helped this slave. And, but that's um, important for later on because, um, yeah, they cut back to Blake and they're talking about how the system's having a lot of problems and they're going to have to basically reboot. Um and um, the the main elf, the main main elf dude says, "Okay, well then, fuck this talking to the prisoners. Yeah, we'll just, just we'll kill, just kill them. Just kill them all. <laughs> we've got we've got better things to do. Yeah. Um, we'll take you all to elimination chambers. Yeah. And for some reason, everybody else gets to go to a particular elimination chamber, and Blake has to go to a <coughs> different elimination chamber. He's got to go to one that, that that copes with his green leather jacket. Well, maybe just because he's um you know." Uh, leader leadership force that needs maybe to it's be just the one that's next door and the other guys have, are in a different section. That's true, which is even kind of menacing. Like, take this per- 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 prisoner to elimination chamber two. Maybe they do a different elimination styles. Yeah, it's, yeah not not as nice. Mm. Um, so yeah, we should point out that Rog Blake is wearing big, big, puffy green Robin Hood sleeves, and he wears that this outfit for a long time. Yeah, it's his, one of his signature things. Like lots of green, lots of Robin Hoodiness. Going on here, leather flappiness, mm, very very puffy. It's nice. It's a nice shirt, it's but he great, does wear it for a long time. No, you think I get caught on things? Um, but yeah, it's, but it's a good outfit. Um, and so, so back to the cell, and I think that Jenna and Avon are chat chatting away, and then they hear a sound at the door, and they're like, "Oh, they're coming to get us and take us away." So Avon does this really really lame crap food crap food pose next to the door. <laughs> And the door opens and he punches Villa in the stomach because it's yeah. Villa. Villa's obviously yeah. broken out of his cell, and they have a nice little banter back and forth here. He's like, "What took you so long?" And blah blah blah. I'm sorry, Villa. I've been looking all over for you too. How did you get here? I was just passing. I thought I'd drop in and see you. Where are Gan and Callie? They're in a cell along the corridor. Well, what kept you? Mate, no locks aren't that easy to open, even for me. Practice. Let's go. Be a hard even for me, you know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing the. Right, theme tune. Sing the theme tune song for Villa because it sort of just brings to mind. Right, no, looks good. Hard for me too. Um, anyway, um, he they all bugger off and they run off and they clearly get Gan and Callie out from wherever they are. Actually. Yeah, at some point. And then there's a whole bunch of chasing around the. It's a power it's station a power or something. Plant. It's a nuclear power plant. Yeah. Actually, it's um, very white and pretty. Yeah, it is. I, I watched a thing on it, and Jan Chapel said that um, there were bits of it where they did have Geiger counters on them. And <gasps> wow! Stuff, and they did have um, there was the area where they go into, which we'll hear about in a minute. It's not really a spoiler. Um, they could only go actually a, about a meter into it because beyond that was like a really restricted <laughs> nuclear nuclearish area, awesome. radiation rich area. Um, and she said she was like, I don't really want to do any more in a power station, especially when I'm still breastfeeding my son. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's definitely a nuclear power plant. Fantastic. And probably a recently built one too. It, it looks, does look very new and crisp. Like the, like the, um, I think the, the, the one that we were in before for, um, 
the refinery for an oil refinery or or a coal plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was much more, you know, ratty old chain link fences and rust and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this is just all clean lines and white paint and yeah, which I can't. I guess kind of reflects the advanced technology that built the Liberator. But the thing is, like, this is about headcanon. How come the how Zen has a tarial cell in it, and yet the Federation knows nothing about Space World or any of these people? I, well, I'm wondering. I mean, I mean, I mean. Yeah, okay, that is a plot hole, but you can fill it up pretty easily. If there's good technology out there, these right. guys are going to pull for it from someone, and it's obvious that. I mean, it's obvious that they have some contact because Deep Space Vehicle Two was in Deep Space, but they, they found some patterns somewhere. That yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. All yeah. right, all right. It can be filled in. I mean, it's, it is. It is a hole. It's a bit annoying. And, so, and, and I was, I was pretty shitty about that. I was like, oh yeah, you can get every. It's just a hacker, man. He's a hacker. He's a hacker. That's He's late. Right. Yeah, okay. And he gets hacked as well, potentially. Mm. So anyway, um, they run around the space station for a while, which is really a nuclear power plant, and it's a really, really big stunt where the, one of the black guys in black falls, like several stories. They must have had to set up something cool. big for them to land on. Um, and they just sort of run around getting shot at, and then the... It's cool, actually, because Gan's got this great big long black sort of vest coat. coat and as he runs he looks majestic he yeah. really is just running yeah. along there's like this you feel like he's going to run into the arms of his, lo- of his lover yeah. <laughs> this is really great and at one point everyone does a really unconvincing fall over when something explodes yes that's right he does he does a little sort of, sort of pop and roll and he's wearing oh of course we forgot to talk about Avon's leather suit oh yes we did we can do a bit of um, actually we'll do a bit of fashion cast when we finish the episode because it's important sleeves. but Blake's being taken off separately which I think is the other reason why he had to go to a different elimination chamber yeah and he just at the top of a flight of stairs to crap through two guards at once and then make a break for it. Yeah. Um, As he makes a break for it, the slave that he helped earlier on goes... And lets him into this secret chamber that he helped, his father helped build these secret sort of like, I suppose they'd be like um, Jeffrey's tubes for, yep. the, for the nuclear power plant. So he hides in there and they're in this sort of lift type structure. Mm. And there's this big, there's this chat with the slave, which is plot, plot, plot. Yeah, it's um, all about how, how shitty, how shitty space world yeah, is, basically. Yeah, yeah. If you're it's a really human. Sick, so all the plants were fighting, but then the, the computer took over and now there's no war and there's no fighting. And Blake just says, and no freedom. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And the slave has a little chuckle. That's right. Ha, ha, ha. So, you know, it's all that whole thing, all these things coming across. And then not quite sure what happens, what happens to the slave, but they're all running around. Again, this one's sort of, oops, this one's edited a bit weirdly. Yeah, we get we get cut to um, Avon and Callie and, Je- and Gan and Villa, and they get caught by the blonde Delta. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I caught you. Turn Not around. I'm going to shoot you in the back. And as, she turn, as they turn around... Um, Blake and Slave Blake and Blake and Slave did come up, and he he's the blonde chick is the one who punished the slave in the first place, yes. and he whips get, grabs the um grabs the punishment the, rod, the nerve scraper. the rod of punishment, the nerve scraper. Yeah, man, it's it's just saying rod of punishment has hurt my soul, and he sticks it and he goes destruction level and, and kills, he kills her. her, and he and then Blake does it to the other the other guard as well, and they all run off, and the slave shows them the way to where the liberator is. They all get inside, but the slave gets killed on the yeah, way in. As he's showing what's clearly just a big, it's a big bank vault style door, yeah. but it's meant to be, you know, an entry hatch. Um, uh, but in reality, it's a big vault style door because behind it is something um, highly radioactive. Quite, quite yes. Radioactive, and <laughs> potentially most of that door is made of lead. Mm. So anyway, um, that's all fun and games, and they all get in there and they hit the flight deck, and it's all happening. And sacked stations, and they take off and they get out of the runway. But uh, Villa and Villa and 
uh, Avon and General like, well, we're about to get destroyed because yeah, we're in the so right. What's the point? What's the point? In the meantime, though, the system is clever enough to send off two of the dudes in black. Jen is clever enough <laughs> yeah. to run to the teleport area, predicting that this might happen. It's Callie, I think, isn't it? Jen, I might be Callie. Callie. Anyway, so it's one of the chicks is there, you know, ready to, you know, ready for people to teleport aboard because I know they've got teleport capacity. And so yeah. there's two dudes in black teleport aboard with two hand grenades, like, like World War Two style. Yeah, yeah, and they, they have to twist ready them and everything. Yeah. yeah, ready to throw them. And um, <laughs> it's really Callie funny. just teleports them back. Callie teleports them straight back to where they and were. They, and they look at each other. They look at each other. They go, oh, my God, we could go. And they throw them. And they chuck the hand grenades at the ladies in blue. It's pretty funny. It's it pretty comedic. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a very light section of what's really quite a serious episode up and to that point. Meanwhile, the, the lady's sitting with her hand on one of the half globes of um, connection to Space World, Space whatever it's The system. Like, the system. And um, it, she's just saying, destruct. There's a nice voice. Like the way they did her voice when she, I mean, back when they were interrogating Blake, she had a hand on it and And her voice, voice. her voice sounded really cool. Like they did some sort of distortion. Yeah. It's before the days of auto tuning too. So it was pretty impressive. But yeah, so so they're flying off in the Liberator. Um, and they're like, we're about to get destroyed. We all know it. We should just accept it. Just accept it. And then another Liberator comes out. Yeah, and then says systems detect vehicle launch and they put, put it on the main screen and lo and behold. A sister ship to the Liberator. It's a sister ship. It's probably, probably Deep Space Vehicle 1. DSV-1, yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it explodes. Sequest DSV. Did you ever watch that? No. It was terrible. Oh, okay. But, yeah. I knew about it. Yeah. Is that the ones that were under the oceans? Yeah. Well, I kind of reckon that would be pretty good. Like, I don't think the show was good, but I think that there's a lot to I think it'd be lots of, a lot of fun to do, but they did yeah. it really badly. Yeah. Mark Hamill was an episode of that. Anyway, it was good. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't good. He, well, say. he's good. Yes. Um, he's also in an episode of... Um... Oh, it's gone. I can't remember. I can't remember! 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 Miss no, this isn't an episode of the funniest show, Greg Davies' show. It's about a teacher, a drama teacher. Man down. All oh, right, yeah. You keep on trying to make me watch that. Oh, yeah. it's so funny. You've I can't do it. It's too, much second, it's too much second-hand embarrassment. I can't watch do it. the show. I cannot do it. Watch, watch the one with Mark Hamill. I can't watch, like, I cannot watch The Office and I cannot watch um, The Extras. I just, I cannot do it. Oh. I, I just, I die inside every time. Oh. Every time they do anything embarrassing, I'm just like, no. Oh, I never laugh so hard as Man Down when he gets attacked by the fox in the in the dumpster oh. in his slippers. I have never laughed so hard. Anyway, um, sometimes it does pay off that second embarrassment, but I, I'm not willing to do. I'm not willing to do the hard work. When he's right. on himself, it's so funny. Except that, oh, oh my god. Anyway, no, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, Greg Davies, big huge fan. Think he's hilarious. Um, so, yes. Anyway, it explodes. And it's like, well, what happened? And Orak helpfully says, I took the liberty of scrambling their launch systems. Had I not done so, my prediction would have become invalid. So, basically, just as being a smug little asshole. Yeah, this like, yeah. box of lights. <laughs> little box of lights. <laughs> little box of lights and snark. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he is. Lots of snark. He just explodes the other ship. And, um, and they're like, oh, great. Um, and then Zen's back online and says, where do you want to go? And Blake says, let's go back to Earth Sector. I've got unfinished business with the Federation. And Avon is ripable. Yeah, it's like, why are we going back? That. Why can't we fuck that? And, <laughs> uh, but Blake sort of did do a bit of a stare down and obviously yeah, Blake wins. win that one. And it's just like, um, oh, yeah. fuck, I don't so, want to go. Yeah, on to the whole fashion thing. Fashion, fashion, fashion. 
Callie's wearing kind of an interesting long white flowy thing. She's got what like this is weird. She's got like um, ribbed edges on on the coat, and underneath is a green thing. And in, you don't notice until she starts running in the in the system. But she's actually wearing pleated skirt and leggings. No, no, no. She's wearing green stockings. Yeah, and really, really short oh, tiny hot satin pants. Hot green pants. hot pants. Yes. 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 <laughs> Got the legs for it. Josh, she looks great, yeah, but it, it is a weird outfit. It's got a lot of components. It's not my favourite. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, there's a bit too much going on. I think it's a bit busy. <laughs> too much and then too little. Yeah, too much, too much in some areas and too little in others. I think, and I think the same thing we said of Gareth Thomas's outfit. Like he's yeah. got these big boots, and I should try and find it. It's in an interview with him where he's talking about the colour of the boots and how they're not quite, you know, green royal Wellington boot colour. Because they're not allowed to wear green green wellies, are they? I don't know, but no, anyway, the, only, only the Queen's allowed to wear sort of cow shit green or something that <laughs> like he describes it as. Um, and just the big puffy sleeves. Jenna's wearing sort of a, just a space She's got, like a, a, she's got a black like underneath this just, nice flowing. Yeah. It's actually a nice it's outfit. It's quite nice, yeah. Um, Her boots are good in this one. Actually. Yeah. They look very sensible. Yes. And... Nah, Gan's got his big flowy thing on. Phyllis is usually wearing his usual quite utilitarian yeah. sort of, um, I think it's a peasant, gray. It, yeah. peasant clothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit. They spruce him up a bit down the track. But, um, yeah, he sort of does wear, I saw it is sort of a hark to the Dungeons and Dragons stuff. If he's got to sort of blend in a bit. Yeah. He's got to be the thief. Yeah. So, oh, okay, in a sec, I'll do that because do that, I want to. But um, then you've got. A1 in is, which is the best, one of his best outfits. Yes, in his black studded leather outfit. It's all black and all leather except the along the, along the arms and, and around like the neck. There's a front panel studs. that looks like, there's a front panel of studs that it looks like you could unstud it and open it up. Yeah, he looks like he's like, a, you can just go. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's sort of breastfeeding appropriate. <laughs> like you can probably just take the, undo the studs and, and away you go. <laughs> But it is still very good and it's, it's very it, tight. It, it suits him. But it covers the actual shirt top part covers his ass. Yeah. Um, and so it's not as revealing as some later tighter suits we get. Well, the suit he wore last time was the green one with the silver ribbing. With actually, I quite. It, it's I really weird like looking, but I like it. It looks. It's a good. It's a good costume. But this one is one of my favourites. I just think, yeah, put him in black leather. Do it. Do yeah. it. You know, we all want him in black leather. Do it. Yeah. He does mostly wear it from here on into. He's got a. He's got a red moment, and he's got. Some other silver moments. The silver moments are my favourite. Silver's the best. Yeah. It's really the best colour. Like That's Beethoven and Beethoven, you know, generally regarded as being the best at writing music. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's actually from The Office. Okay. <laughs> I don't time. watch it. We already it's established a 10%, it. 10% of a time print goes on a blind <laughs> date. She's like, oh, I, lo- I like Mendelssohn or something. He's like, well, Beethoven, really. He's generally regarded as the best. <laughs> I like to say that to sort of people who know a lot about music, <laughs> just to see if they pick me up on being being an officer, being really or also being really ignorant. <laughs> well, um, I did give you a very—you didn't see it on the pod, but I gave you a very weird look. He's just generally regarded as the best. That's all you need. Don't need to go. Don't need to go any further than that. <laughs> da Vinci. That's it. That's all you really need. All you need. Yeah. Da Vinci. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I was going to say, if you were going to D&D, like, uh, if you were going to give them classes. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've got to do this. I was thinking that, you know, obviously Avon's the wizard, right? So this is classes, not sort of lawful good or unlawful good. Oh, lawful good, lawful evil. Yeah, we can do that too, but I reckon, I'm I'm thinking classes now. Avon's not a wizard though, he's too technical. I reckon he's closer to a thief or a paladin or something like that. No, no, paladin's like, paladin, a paladin would be Blake. They're they're the lawful good. I'm going to do everything and fight. Um, Gan's kind of, He's like the dumb barbarian. The, the idiot barbarian. Yeah, yes. barbarian. Yeah, yeah. 
Jenna and Ka- Callie would be a magic user. She'd be the wizard because she's got a tele- telepathy. Or would she be a mage? Yes, I think. Oh, okay. Wizard I thought and mages were different. Or they're kind of different. Okay. Maybe. Um, uh, and obviously Villa's the thief. Yeah. Um, and um, Jenna would be the merchant, but there's no such thing, is there? No, not really. She'd probably be She'd probably be a rogue. Or yeah, a, rogue. Yeah, but, yeah, or yeah. A, a bit an archer rogue rather than a, yeah. a stealth rogue. Well, I think A1 might be a stealth rogue. Hmm. <laughs> Because mm. he hacks computers. Probably, yeah. He's a hacker too. He's leap. He's leap. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll take your word for the movie. Um, um, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, as far as alignment is concerned, you know, Avon's probably chaotic, neutral, lawful evil. Oh, I don't know. Let's do that next week. Yeah. I can't, I can't get mad. I can't do it. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll give you a list. You have to give me. You have to tell me. around it. And also, we need to quickly work out... Who whether we like the episode? I love I love this one. Yeah, awesome I think it's one of the best actually. It's yeah. up there. I think it, it's it's, it's there, close to being on Space City. Space City um, for me as well. Just because it's so it's 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 just it, it it resolved a tension that has been there ever since they found the Liberator. Like we we were like, where the fuck did this ship come yeah, from? That's true, what true. the fuck is it? You like so it completes a bit of an arc. Yeah, and so it felt it felt profoundly satisfying to find this place and realise what it was, um, and to know where the Liberator came from. Now I can't. I know they didn't actually destroy the space station, did they? It's just that the system broke down. It just seemed to be all a bit fucked. It was all a bit fucked, but I was just wondering if the whole thing has been destroyed. I know. Um, it doesn't make. I mean, let's because spoiler people... it doesn't make a reappearance. No. But maybe it means that the space station explodes and the people on the three worlds go back to fighting. And so, big query about whether what they've done has been a good idea or not. Yeah. 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 Well, they do. They do tend to sort of barrel their way through space fucking shit up don't they yeah yeah um, i just you know yeah you but know i just I, mean? I really like that because it paid off I, I liked the way that the ship reacted to them i liked the the mystery of how it went wrong and yeah. what was going on um i loved the tension between blake and avon yeah yeah everyone got a little bit to do yeah yeah it's true outfits um, were good outfits were great uh special effects were good actually were actually good yeah they were didn't pass anything in the bachelor test though no there weren't enough women talking to him and the altars were clearly uh, that sexy music with um, oh the altars talked to each other they talked to each other i suppose but not they didn't talk to each other about they didn't talk to each other about men. They just talked to each other. About the system, though, they did. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah they were talking to each other. They could well have been, yeah. You know that the bestseller test was originally created to see if the, there was the potential for lesbian stuff going on. Oh, good. That's, so, that's you know, nice. I'm glad that's what's origin yeah, was. Yeah, the origin was, you know, if, if, if two women like, don't talk to each other about they things, must then be they shagging. Yeah, something like that. Anyway. Or, or they are shagging. Or we can write that into the story. Oh, anyway, <laughs> I don't want to think about it now. <laughs> doing my head in. Anyway, um... So yes, so I, like I, loved, I loved it too for similar reasons. I think, um, yeah, I think, I think, I think what I was trying to get at before is I think Callie and Jenna could have been given a little bit more to do. Yeah, but other than that, it was good. It was really good. Jenna was pretty good in it actually. The, the little little bits and pieces she got, you got with her and Blake Brain and Avon, out. yeah, and Avon and Avon and her in the cell, yeah, um, where they were just chatting about stuff, and you, you get you get a good indication of her, her as a contributor, yeah, and her as. Her in relation to those two guys. I mean, the fact that the three of them were the ones who were left on the bridge. Yeah. It's sort of an indication of the the, the core trio who were the original ones to take over the ship. That's true. Um, so you sort of nice get back symmetry to, that. to it. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, she could definitely have been doing a bit more than what she does. But that's the case with both her and Kelly. Yeah. Um, did you have a Brian? I shall return to them. I did have a Brian. Um, my Do you want me to go first with my Brian? Yeah. How about you go first with your Brian so I can 
Okay. Chime in afterwards. I think um, my Brian is Jenna uh-huh. on this one because at one point she just says, there's very little humour in this episode and Villa's not given a lot of cheesy lines, but at one point she just sings this, she's clearly bored to tears mm. and she just says, perhaps we could chew our way out. <laughs> um, so she's the only one in the episode really who finds a bit of time for, for levity. a bit of fun. Yeah, and but nobody again, nobody's really living their best life here. It's, I, it's a bit dramatic. I think I'm gonna give my Brian to Blake. Yeah. Just because he's so blase when he gets captured and he gets tortured yeah. and he's just sitting on the bench and he's like, Oh yeah, okay and then she ke- yeah. keeps on asking questions yeah. and being a shithead and he's like he's really blase about the yeah, fact that they've been captured. Cool, and he's just like sitting down going, Okay, I'll just have a seat and I'll chat to you about the system and then of course, when he realises that it's Orak who's doing all the shit, he just goes really, really loudly, Orak! <laughs> like, no one picks him up and it's like, you know, you just, you just told them all what was going on. And uh, anyway, yeah, so he just didn't. Hell, he's got a flappy coat, having oh, fun. Oh, yeah, that coat, that coat. Wearing a big flappy coat like that, he's going to be living a bit of his best life. Yeah, he does. Um, so next week, my, my dear. Uh, 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 what are you reading from? Uh, oh, sorry, I'm reading from... <laughs> Terry Nation's full illustrated Blake 7, the program guide, the definitive handbook to the BBC TV series compiled by Tony Atwood. I'm getting better at you that. You are, unfortunately, I'm just not... I'm cutting that out. out. <laughs> I'll put that one in for you. You're cutting me out. Um, uh, so next, uh, Series B, Episode 2, Shadow. Blake devises a plan to enlist the help of the Terra Nostra, an underground organisation dealing in, amongst other things, the drug Shadow. Um, first thing, just want to say something about the name Terra Nostra. It's clearly meant to emulate some sort of Sicilian drug gang or, you know, the mafia or whatever. Uh, but Terra Nostra, all I think of is, you know, nostrils of the land. <laughs> I should have probably said that for next week. <laughs> we're not be nostrils of the land. Nostrils of the land. Of, like we're on Terra Nullius here. We, we, we were meant to be on Terra Nullius when we invaded whoa, whoa, whoa. And, took, yeah. and took the country from its, its, indigenous, its indigenous peoples. People. Uh, so it was called Terra Nullius then as a legal doctrine which you know permitted us for years and years to steal stuff that wasn't ours. Um, but so Terra Nostra, Terra meaning land, Nostra meaning nostrils, it's nostrils of the land. Does, does Nostra mean nostrils? Land, or land nostrils. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know, but it's close enough. Maybe land nostrils, I'm just going, land nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go, it's, it's going to be awesome. This is a good episode Yeah, too. I love this episode. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, there's some really great Yeah, there's going to be two, a lot of Brian's, a lot of Brian's in this one. There yeah. are a lot of Brian's. There are. There might, it might be a multiple Brian episode. Yeah, I might have to. Yeah, at least a dual Brian, I think, I'm going to need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to have, like, runner-up. Yeah, a couple Yeah, a couple of place-getters. Yeah. Um, so we just need to do our thank yous. Uh, thank you to Jeff Love's Big Disco Sound for our intro and outro music. Claire <laughs> Fass, F-A-A-S, for our logo design. Um, I'm at Megalula on Twitter. I'm at Imogen Wrights. Um, you can hashtag us with... C-A-C-A-S-T. And or you can add us with at Classically A. Um, and you can... Go to our website, classicallyawful.com, where you can stream the episodes or you can go to Apple Podcasts and download, rate and review, please. And, lo- and love us. And love us. And um, you can Gmail us at classicallyawful at gmail.com. Yep, if you wanted to chat about any episodes in particular or tell us something that we've missed or, or mentioned have something. you got any fan fiction that yeah. we can read we out? I haven't had a look at some, I have to have a look at we'll some We'll try and do some fan fiction in the next few episodes. Um, yeah, and any Blake 7 news or, I, I know on the Blake 7 group there's lots of people who are making models of things. Have, you, have you been seeing that? Awesome. They look amazing. Actually, we should do a few shout outs the next recording of what we've seen on there that looks really good. Yeah, I've seen good. some people do um, uh, wood, wood burning yeah. things. I've seen people make costumes. There was yep. one great yep. Avon cosplayer 
someone made um, a fantastic uh, Scorpio blaster. What are they? The ones oh, from the Scorpio? Yeah, yeah, a gun. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, just some really beautiful stuff and Talented great stuff. People. And I'm just like, yeah, there's a lot of people out there in the in who who love Blake Seven who just are making amazing shit. It's great. I love and it. give us a chance to plug it. Yeah, plug yeah. you if you're doing cosplay stuff and whatever else. Definitely. So yeah, that'd be great. Mm. All okay. right, I'm I'm off. I've got to go. Got to go. I'm yeah. done. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.